This is another episode of the Annoyed Not Offended podcast. For people who are never in a bad mood, everyone else is just annoying. And I'm your host, Sydney. Let's dive into what's getting under our skin this week. So welcome back, you guys, for another episode of the Annoyed not offended podcast as usual you know gonna give you the spiel for this show but this is a podcast for the constantly irritated individuals who go through life not being offended you know get a little annoyed but hey it's never really that big of a deal and at the end of the day we always know that it is never our fault it's everyone else who is annoying As always, I am your host, Sydney, discussing the latest and greatest in news of what has gotten on my nerves this week because it's sunk for sure. I have a guest joining me as well. I'm joined by a fellow podcaster, Desmond, whom I connected with via podcasting while Black on Facebook for today's discussion. Desmond, do you want to give a quick introduction? Um, let's see. First of all, that's one of the greatest uh, groups on Facebook ever because everybody loves everybody. There's so much love is being shown in that. So, um, so shout out to that podcasting group. But uh, yeah, I'm Desmond, um, Big Des on all social media platforms. Um, if you're into podcasting, which you should be, if you listen to here, my podcast is the Just Ain't That podcast. I am one half of it. So um, go ahead, follow that. Uh, you can listen to it wherever you get your podcast fixed at. So yeah. Yes. And again, I am happy to have Desmond here for today's discussion. And we are going to talk a little bit about spoiling children and spoiled kids. Um, when we connected in the group on Facebook, I initially was like, hey, looking for a parent or like fellow podcaster who has either grown up spoiled, spoiled their kids, or just feels so indifferently about it, they're willing to come on the podcast to, you know, share their views. So he reached out and I was like, okay, this is going to work. This is going to be perfect. Desmond is also a parent. So we're going to get into that a little bit. And if you guys don't know, I'm an only child. So we're going to try to bring all of our perspectives. So starting off with the very first segment of the show, we have fed up or So for all of my new listeners and even my guests, this is an opportunity for my audience to get to know you better because what better way to get to know someone than knowing what agitates them, what gets under their skin, you know? Most of the time I was even thinking recently, the only people who can annoy the hell out of me are the people that know me the most. So you can share if something has got on your nerve this week, whether it be like politics, family, friends, anything. Um, got on my nerves this week. It's always something getting on my nerves, especially when you being like really being the only kid, the smallest thing is really ticky because most of the time you just gotta deal with yourself. So when you gotta deal with somebody else's um one of the things I noticed that actually really gets under my skin is clumsiness. I'm not a clumsy person. I don't really, really? Drop, I don't drop many things. I don't spill so when I see people spills I, I wonder like what were you doing that this had to happen. My like, for instance, I was dating someone. Mm-hmm. We was in the car together, and she spilled barbecue sauce on herself. And for the life of me, I could not understand how that happened. Like I I'm gave her clumsy. food out. I gave her food out the bag. Like here you go. 
you know, she opening things up next thing, you know, she's like, oh my God, I spilled it. And I'm like, how? What happened? When, and when, it made when, you when, mad, even though like, it was on her. Listen, when I tell you I felt it, like, you know, some annoyances give you a body pain. Wow. Like, I felt it. Like, I can't believe this is really bothering me to the point that I am upset. So I had to turn the music up because I couldn't for the life of me understand, like, how you do that? And then wow. later that day, um, I was with my son. So uh-huh. we walking playing around and then so we I keep walking like I'm not paying attention to the next thing you know, I turn around he's he fell and I'm like what were you doing we were just walking perfectly fine how did you fall <laughs> now I can say I'm not clumsy but I am destructive I don't know if that <laughs> aligns or it's like no. a synonym of clumsy but I'm an easily destructive person like I find myself breaking stuff constantly like being too rough and okay, everything so no, just no, no. breaks you good. good in my book no it ain't okay destructive. it's just yeah. like the, the, the not really ditziness but it's just like something shouldn't happen when the transaction is smooth mm, that's interesting. And then I turn around and I see, you know, like that's like yes. me working together. I uh-huh. pass you something, you put it on the shelf, then I turn around, and the whole shelf follow you. It's like <laughs> you, what you, you try to. But I know people you... like that. That's why it's funny because there's a lot of people who are clumsy, like just... falling. 24-7. See, and then I just be put, I can't understand, like, what happened to the point. Where did the disconnect? Where did I have the, a homegirl. She's so clumsy. Brianna, I'm talking about you, if you're listening. <laughs> she's so clumsy, it comes over into you having accidents. Like, she's literally yeah. knocked drinks out of, like, four or five of our friends' hands just because she's yeah. so, ah, da, 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 da. like, yeah, she's see? always knocking stuff over. See, she broke our mm-hmm. uh, washer in college. She's see? very much, she's <laughs> She's destructive and clumsy, if I'm going to be honest. I love her, but a little bit of both. We could get along to the point, now, if it gets me, now, I'm being a victim of your clumsiness, then we got a problem. We're going to have to ride separately, separate checks. You sit over on that side, I'm going to sit over here. We're going to have to do a lot of things separately because, yeah. So you are very, you're very much like I am disconnecting myself from the clumsiness Clumsiness, that is you. Wow. It's a butterfly effect. Like, you mess up here, (laughs) all type of shit go wrong from here on out. Nah, we going to. You're going to cut this off right here. And I can see that happening. I know for me personally, this week, what had me fed up is myself. Because I have come to the conclusion, I have no ability to multitask. Like, I cannot do more than one thing at a time without accidentally fucking the other thing up. Like, my brain cannot compute trying to accomplish more than one thing at a time. (laughs) It's crazy because... I was just talking, I was just telling somebody like, yeah, I don't know when it started, but I can't multitask for shit. Like the shit is like, I could, a tweet or something could be popping up on my phone and I'll literally zone out and start looking at that and be completely didn't forgot what I was doing. It, it happens to me constantly now. And even I was trying to like write the outline for this episode while I was starting Snowfall. And Damn. not only did I not get the outline, how uh-huh. I wanted it, speak and spam, but I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch Snowfall because you got to. I can't remember what happened. What happened? <laughs> and I'm just starting. I'm on season Ooh. one. Season one. Okay, so you got you got a ways. You got um you got time before Thursday. I do. Uh, I do. Thursday the new episode. So you, you got time. I do, and I'm I like the show so far. It's a little okay. intense because nobody warned me about episode three, and I was like, yeah. Um, when I got the three, the first time I watched it, I stopped watching it. I was like, okay, niggas ain't even give me a rundown. Like, hey, if this is the type of bag they're going to be in, this not my bro, type of show. Bro, when that happened, I was like, I know they ain't doing what I think they doing. Then I was crazy. like, 
it's like I see myself in Franklin Wild Story. I tried to sell drugs a long time ago. And so, but my dad caught me. Okay. Shout out so, to dads. So I feel like since my daddy caught me, I can't do it. That okay. means if, if he could catch me, that means it's only a matter of time for somebody in the street. I am. And you know what, though? Franklin, I guess he didn't come to that realization because, again, I'm only on season one. But, yeah. but I'm like, how... Franklin, not cut out for this life. Because even the it. fact that him and Leon sat there while yeah. sad thing was happening, I said, okay, they both stuck on stupid. And then yeah, he asked so... the dude for his money. I said, no. Like he, he's literally asking him. He's like, yeah. You don't want this to happen to you. Can I give you my money back? Like he got you got him tied up in his house. He's not giving you a dollar. And then when that whole little scene actually unrolled, I stopped while I was like, Yeah. Uh, I text my homeboys like, Hey, y'all didn't tell me Snowfall was gonna be in this bag. Cause I went I was like really distraught. Cause like intent. Hey. But I, I mean, like, it makes sense though, when you think about the storyline, like you know, people still to a degree try to glamorize selling yeah. drugs and gangs and being from the street where they John Singleton. R.I.P. was like, yes. nah, we getting gritty. And I'm saying, like, I done watched my fair share of drug stories and drug documentaries and all mm -hmm. that. And it never got that deep. Like, that was, like, super intense, so... But. It was. It was. But hey, I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch like the last, I think I stopped on episode six or seven, but I'm going to yeah. have to rewatch it just because, again, folks, multitasking is not my <laughs> niche. It's not... <laughs> And two, I was going to say one last thing, and then we can move on. But I don't know if it's just me personally, but my the whole multitasking and attention span has gotten so short Ooh. with COVID, like us having yeah. to stay in the house. And uh -huh. my attention span is just... Listen, I got the attention span of a goldfish. Like, I'm literally, I'm in and out of conversations. I got on the work computer, I got six tabs open. Six then tabs, I go, some music. I, music, I got the TV on. Literally, I come in the crib, I start doing work. Next thing you know, I'm in the kitchen cleaning up. And I was like, dang, what was I doing right before this? I won't <laughs> come I back walk to in a, this room? I won't come back to some stuff until a week later. Like, I was supposed to finish this last week. It Man. happens, y'all. If y'all are having the same dilemma with multitasking, or you have any tips as to how I can possibly multitask, more efficiently please let me know but anywho moving on to the make it make sense segment which is the main segment and i have titled this spare the rod spoil the child mm -hmm. so again this is all about children or the majority of it will be um and this is a specific brand of child you know the silver spooners but seriously, kids who are spoiled or grew up spoiled have always gotten flack from their unspoiled counterparts. Like, yeah. And if you aren't aware of like being spoiled and what it means, we're talking about how it's typically aimed at kids who, you know, have been a little overindulged by their right. parents or caregivers, you know, uh, somebody who has been spoiled as a child they tried to stereotype them once they grew up like okay you were just like narcissistic you ego driven you just right. overindulged in general because the mm -hmm. people who were adults in your life didn't know how to tell you no right. so jumping right into it and giving a little bit of background me personally I think I've said it on the show I am unsure probably mm -hmm. should go back but I grew up an only child for my mother and my father and my father also happened to be the only child 
oh. uh, with his mother. So I am her only grandchild. And so me and my no uncles, no aunts on that side. N- nah, my granddaddy got okay. hella kids. Oh. Okay, hella okay, kids. Okay, okay. It's All just right. for my particular grandmother. I am her okay. only grandchild. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. So growing up, it was just me. And I, when I was younger, I didn't think I was spoiled. You know, people are like, oh, you spoiled. You so spoiled. But I'm like, I am not spoiled. Right. I would get <laughs> things that I wanted, but I think I heard no. Yeah. A good amount of times. Yeah. Yeah. So, Desmond, do you want to give a little background about your family Um, life as well? Okay. So, family background. um, So, I have siblings, but the age gap is huge because my father did remarry. But I am uh, my mother who passed away six years ago. Um, I was my mother's only child. So, I I heard my share of no's, but... Uh, yes was definitely something that I heard very often. Um, if it was a no, um, actually probably wouldn't even a no. It was more so like not right now. Okay, yeah, okay, a, yeah. A full blown no. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. There wasn't really too much that I didn't get. Oh, it wasn't really much I did ask for. Oh, um, yeah, I yeah. So when you say like it wasn't much that you didn't ask for when you were a kid who was like, oh, I want this. Oh, can I get this? I was a kid like, um, I'm trying to say this in the most humble. I'm trying to find. No, no, no. I mean, we're talking about spoiling kids. Like, why do we do it? But why do Uh people hate when people do it? Okay, so let's see. I was spoiled. I remember I got pictures when I was a kid. I had a waterbed with all the Lion King toys on it. I don't know why my parents did that for a, me. I was a like water bed. Okay. I was, you know, the 90s, that was the thing. A different so like, era, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a different era, so that, that was a whole different time. Um, it wasn't a pair of Jordans that I didn't get growing up. Um, I remember, uh, shoot, family, I mean, Disney, well, we didn't go to Disney with the Universal Studios, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember, um, remember wanting a piano. I got a keyboard like they bought me like a panasonic like full range keyboard because i said i thought i wanted to play the piano okay Uh, i think i played it for about a week and never touched it again okay sounds sounds about right uh i had uh what else did i have it really wasn't nothing i didn't have like it Uh was i had a pinball machine i had a pool (laughs) table in my room um i had like the basketball arcade okay oh yeah one of those Um, oh you were definitely spoiled I remember when the Dreamcast first came out. Mm-hmm. I was like one of my first friends that had the Dreamcast. Game. So your your friends were like, okay, we going over Dez's house because he got yeah. all the toys. This is definitely following. Don't up nobody my tell him no. You know, even if we go over and he say, oh, oh, mama, can we get pizza? Listen, one of my friends, pizza? one of my listen, one of my best friends to this day used to tell me the only reason he used to come over my house every weekend because he knew he was getting pizza. He dead ass. He used to be like, I know we getting pizza. I'll be and over see, there on Friday. I was going to ask you, too, when you were growing up, did you meet a lot of, like, only children? No. All my friends had siblings. And um, one thing that I learned as I grew up as an adult, that's how I, I took friendships a lot more serious than my friends did because I didn't have nobody at the crib. Uh-huh. So I clung to them a lot harder than I probably ever really expressed. But, like, internally, those mm-hmm. are, like, my friends. So when they couldn't do stuff, I used to be devastated. Like, nigga, I could do whatever. Like, what you I'm mean cracking you can't go? Up. Wow. Like, what you mean you can't come outside? Like, what's, like, uh-huh. like, or when they had to bring their younger sibling with them, I'm like, he gotta come everywhere you go? Like, I, I don't get it. 
And see, oh. I can definitely relate to that. Like, I do feel a closeness to my friends. And surprisingly, most of my friends are not only children. They got siblings. Some of them got a lot. Some of them might have one or two, but still, they have siblings. So my thing, too, with my family, and I feel like being spoiled, I don't necessarily feel like I was spoiled, like material wise all the time i just think i was given the pleasure of having their attention 24 7 like talking to them and stuff it wasn't ever like oh i have to fiend for the adult's attention or oh i have something going on but my mom can't come because she has to go to my brother's thing or my sister it was just like i'm with them 24 7 so they just talking to me and doing stuff and even then they would tell me no Mm-hmm. And I can definitely say, I think my grandmother and father were more guilty of giving in to my wants and wishes as opposed to my mom. My mom was more so like, nah. And I think yeah. I got in trouble once or twice because I was like, well, if you don't get it, my daddy go yeah. get it. I think I, re- I actually remember that conversation when my parents was like, if somebody tell you no, don't go ask the other one. Because they used to tell me, like, I think I, I was in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. I don't know why this conversation is so vague, but they told me like that brings them apart because if somebody said no that means that's no across the board don't go at somebody else mm-hmm. so i had to learn that but i do remember that really like vividly like that was a thing like don't ask again and see no i don't think my dad i think it was just more so like you know you do one thing when you with your daddy you do something else when you with me and that's that and again like I said I think if anybody was more guilty of spoiling me it would be like my grandma like even as a kid my mom always cracked jokes about the time like I literally was at home as a little kid but I'm not even that old but I feel like I'm old by saying this I love Lord and Taylor the store and I literally was at home crying as a child because I told my grandma we need to go on a shopping trip and my mom called wow. her and my grandma took me and we got like a a $25 Barbie outfit and a wow. bag to match it. But I just knew at that moment, that's what I needed. And it was suffice. So again, I don't, like you said, at being an only child, you've never had to fiend for like, okay, well, the other person go need something. They go need right. some shoes. They go need a new jacket. They go need a new coat. Right. So and do you, it, I was going to say one thing I was going to ask you too. Do you feel like other family members, like how close were you to your other family members? Did they ever be like, oh my God, he just so spoiled. Y'all just spoiled oh yeah. him. My aunts used to give my mom hell about yeah they used to give her hell because my mom they called it only child syndrome which i didn't know was a real thing until i got older yes i used to she used to like you gonna have only child syndrome when you get older like leave that boy alone he like he need to learn and he need to so when it got to like okay so i'm a picky eater i'm a very picky eater Uh but that's because i didn't wasn't forced to eat a lot of things so if it was like Oh, yeah, I don't like this. Okay, cool. We ain't like we got to buy pizza for everybody. You just got to buy him a small pizza. So a lot of things I didn't eat or still don't eat to this day is because I'm a picky eater because my parents was, they never forced that. They were like, okay, we cooked a large pot of this. Mm -hmm. Everybody got to eat it. It was versus playing like, one thing I didn't like was sloppy joes. I never liked sloppy, but they wouldn't make me eat it. So they made sloppy like they, sloppy joes or something that they decided to eat or something that. Oh, day. so they made sure your own little personalized. So it was like, yeah. oh, okay, so yeah, we'll stop at Burger King for you. Or if they was eating, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, any it could be anything, live anything. If I said I didn't want it, it was cool. I got what I wanted, and that was the end of it. 
So my aunt hated it. To this day, I still hear my aunt. How did you interact with your cousins, though? Or did you have any cousins? Yeah, I got cousins. We, but it was my mom, and they, that's where she used to get the slack from because I go around and be like, you spoil him. Why would you buy him pizza? You know, everybody in the house going to want pizza. You should make him eat what everybody else eating. Like, don't Ooh, do that so you were spoiled, spoiled. I don't even know yeah. if I was spoiled to that degree. Because oh, yeah, once yeah. I got around my cousins, it's like, whatever they doing, you're going to have to do. And there have been times when I was a kid where I didn't like spending the night at people's houses just because oh, yeah. I knew they whole bedtime routine was completely different. You know, they want the TV off at one time, no snacks. I'm like, uh-uh, it's just being my mama. I can get up yeah. and get snacks and have the TV on. This is completely new and this is absurd. But yeah, I stayed, stayed, I can't remember who house I stayed the night at, but I called in the middle of the night. I was like, we in the bed early, TV off, I can't get up. And then the next one, my mom was like, well, you actually go over there, so you got to stay. Yep, so the same. next morning was um, breakfast. So we had cereal for breakfast and they pour everybody a bowl and put the box up. And I'm like, y'all put the box up? Like, hold on, hold on, where I'm at, we leave a box and the milk on the table because, you know, seconds and thirds ain't really a thing over here. We, we eat that cereal, it was damn near a meal. So y'all only pouring portions enough for everybody got me a little, I'm misunderstanding what's going on here. But it was Dang. like little stuff like that that made me realize like, wow, I, my parents probably did a little bit. They did a little bit more, and since it yeah. was just me, it wasn't as big of a deal, and right. even when I think about it, funny enough, um, I think my, like I said, I think my grandma went out of her way more so to spoil me and do different things, and even her friends and our family would crack jokes, like, Sydney, mm -hmm. always going somewhere with you, or you always got her doing stuff, and I'm like, look, I don't want her in this house tearing up my nice shit so if we go out if i have to buy her something or we go somewhere like the aquarium or we go to the zoo or we go do something i am more likely to keep her entertained there than right. i am to be sitting in the house so that was always her thing and even more so i like i said before i just feel like my family like my immediate family the spoiling was just due to attention like always right. talking to me and even now as an adult they still like hey what you doing or where mm -hmm. you at or oh i got something just cuz i was thinking about you and yeah. even recently um i don't know if you're active on twitter but mm -hmm. I saw this thing recently on Twitter and I was like, I don't even think that's spoiling. It just seems like basic decency as a parent. But somebody was like, I don't see how in the hell y'all get your kids Valentine's Day gifts. Yeah. And I'm like, Valentine's is a day of love, though, regardless right. of if it's romantic or platonic. I always got gifts mm -hmm. as a valentine's as a kid from both yeah. of my parents whether it was something small or big just like oh i thought about you so would you even consider that spoiling no like absolutely not i mean like my mom used to do stuff like that for me it wasn't really so much my dad mm -hmm. but my mom would definitely little cars you know if it wasn't like if it was nothing but a car some candy like a little teddy bear whatever the case was like my mom definitely made sure i got something for valentine's day probably up until i started liking girls seriously then that's when she stopped so, <laughs> she like look go ahead and uh give somebody but, um, else something i don't like it's just it's funny how people can look at that as like spoiling because like i feel like that's literally i mean i have a son mm -hmm. 
So he's um, starting to know holidays now. He's starting to really pay attention to those things. So I said, this is going to be the last year I didn't get him something. Okay. So I said, from here on out, I'm going to make sure that he... That How day, old is he? He'll be four next week, actually. Okay, so okay. So he's starting to, you know, pick up on when things are coming up, like Halloween, Christmas, stuff like that. So, but for Valentine's Day, I don't think that's a, a idea of spoiling. Like, it's a day of you acknowledging love. Like, mm-hmm. of course, you're supposed to love someone throughout the year, but... The one day of the year that is literally glorified, you can pass it on to your kids. Like that's not you can. And if anything, I don't think I was spoiled to the degree of like having tantrums or oh, no. just like whining and crying if I didn't get anything. I don't. I mean, hey, it might be some. It's it's definitely some kids out there that are like that. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think my family was always like, look, I am doing this. Not because mm-hmm. I have to, but because right. I want to, because I feel like at the end of the day, you acknowledge that, you know, you're appreciative of right. the gifts and everything else is never like, well, I'm supposed to get it. It was always more so like, oh, thank you, mama, or thank you, daddy. Yeah. Thanks for getting this for me. And even now more so, going back to the Valentine's Day thing, I feel like I see so many people who are adults who feel like they want to see their kids work for so much. Like, oh. I don't know if you noticed that, but there are a lot more people as I've gotten older who are like, nah, you can't do that for kids because they go, go grow up and feel this way. And you got to like put them out there on their own and they need to be independent. Oh, no. <laughs> and I'm like, well, wait, I'm still independent. I was spoiled even more. So um, when I went to college, my grandmother gave me her car. I didn't have to go try to buy a car. It was more so like, I'm going to give you these things, but still help you like learn how to maintain them. Yeah, yeah, in advance. It's just an advancement. Yeah, because like, I don't, when I hear that, like, um, even when I hear, I hear more so in celebrity talk. And they're like, I don't want my kids to be, uh, I don't want them to forget where they came from, or I don't want them to. Where did they come from? Miss, uh, I don't want them to, you know, uh, forget what hard work looked like. And I'm like, y'all must have forgot what hard work looks like. Because if you remember correctly, hard work damn near had you quitting and doing other shit. So, like, why would you want to pass that on to your kid? Like, I don't necessarily, not necessarily they have to be privileged, but I want them to know that they are in a space where they are fluent. You don't have to worry about these things no more. And if I can put you in a space to give you these things without you having to do more than I had to, mm-hmm. then that's what I want you to have. Like, True. I, when it's time for my son to go to school or if that's the side the path that he decides to take, I want him to be able to make that move comfortable. Mm-hmm. I don't want him to be like, oh, well, you got to carry 12 credits, mm-hmm. um, get you an internship and try to pick up eight hours at, you know, or work four hours a week at, you know, some mm-hmm. fast food restaurant or something just so you can make ends meet. Like, no. Yeah. That's and that makes complete okay. sense. And even more so, I know I'm a woman I know my family, they're even, their motive behind giving me things that I wanted and things that I like was always like, look, we gonna give this to you now. So if anybody chicken head son or anybody come around and he giving you stuff, you're not as impressed because you've already yeah. had access to this. And you know, even then you can easily get up and get it on your own. It's not like, oh, well, he bought me this bag or he bought me these shoes. So right. now I have to be at his beck and call sort of Mm -hmm. speak. So I think that's also a thing that sometimes instilled in kids that may be seen as spoiled compared to their counterparts. So how is that for you? I've never, I've never dated a Mm -hmm. child. So I don't know what it's like to 
see from the other side of it. So you are an only child. Mm-hmm. How is that? Like, how does that translate into your like dating and stuff? Yeah. So for sure, I think I look for people who are giving and not so much a man that has to swallow me, but I do appreciate nice gifts. I like gifts. I express right. this. I express wanting to go nice places, regardless of if they're inexpensive or uh-huh. expensive. Okay. Um, but I, again, I think mine goes back to attention. Right. Okay. I yeah. am going to want somebody who spoils me with attention. Seems like they want to talk to me. Not anybody right. who's like, I like you, but I'm ignoring you. Um, not going out of my way to make you feel special and things of that nature. I think that's something that I have done. And I mean, even more so last year during my birthday, it wasn't even anything serious that I think about. It It was more of a situationship, but I did end it because I didn't get a birthday gift. I mean, your birthday on the calendar every day of the year. So I mean, every, every, you know, okay. And even then I'm like, you knew my birthday was coming up because they asked me like, oh yeah, your birthday's coming up. And I'm like, it is. What was his yeah. excuse? Like, what was the excuse behind that? He just told me, oh, I didn't know we were doing birthday gifts and whatnot. And you didn't well, express so to you, me that you didn't want anything. Was your birthday the first one to come up? In the yeah. Room? Okay. But he was like, oh, you didn't express that to me. And I was like, we are two grown ass adults. Do people not want stuff on been, their birthday? How long was that situation shit? You don't mind me asking probably like six months six seven months. oh yeah yeah he was supposed to come get for sure but i like, was I can like see if, you know y'all start talking monday your birthday friday you know i'm cracking really, up <laughs> yeah like give ain't really you know a happy birthday a sincere happy but birthday. even then i was not even more so when i went back and said this to him i wasn't even talking about like a grandiose gift in scheme right it just could have been something very small it's just the thought i am used to being around people who think of me right okay i get that okay so he probably looking at us like oh she's spoiled she want to give she need this okay i get it i I, you know what i can i can understand and see that's how it goes back to again dating and whatnot because I have one friend that um is the only child and she like me I think it's spoiled more so in attention and just having all of her needs fulfilled as well as a few of her wants by her parents and not so much having to go out with like, okay, I need them pay attention to me or I need them to do this as opposed to doing it for a sibling. And I know going back to what you said about your son, like, do you think he's going to be the only child or you just like, we rock it with what we got now? uh, I don't want him to be the only child because I didn't realize how lonely I was until I got older. I don't want him to be lonely. Okay. I didn't like how lonely I was as a kid because when I got to college, I started, you know, once you started hanging around with people, you hear their stories and all these wild, like, yeah, me and my brother used to fight all day. We used to Chasing do all people kids. with knives. And I'm like, yeah, I didn't really do none of that. Like, it was just, crib was quiet. I was upstairs. Parents, I mean, my room was downstairs. My parents was upstairs. We probably crossed paths maybe three, four times a day. I mean, it wasn't really nothing. My wow. pops might come sit in my room for a minute. I might go sit in their room. We might watch a movie. Then that's it. So I realized how lonely I was. I don't want my son to be alone. Okay. I want him to experience life with someone as well. But I feel okay. like um, my past uh, recent uh, serious relationship Mm-hmm. The bond that she had with her brothers was like, I, I kind of envied that a little bit because it's like, wow, they had 
they got a chance to see the same things from different perspectives and they got pretty much guided them each other through it. So they were each other's like, you know, backbone a little bit. So like, you know, they all went through the same things together, but one person looked at it differently. Mm -hmm. They see this person seeing it another way. So to be able to like, just have those conversations in your room, you know, mm -hmm. y'all both at odds with y'all mama. See, like, well, that's true. That's true. Siblings are very funny. Like when I'm around my friends and they teaming up on their parents or talking about yeah, different things, or even my cousins, uh, sort of speak and do that. But I know me personally, I don't think I ever had time to realize I was lonely as a kid because my parents were always like, here's something to do, here a book. You yeah, painting, so you in camp, we out of town. Listen, when I looked I up, everywhere. I was grown. Camp, you name it, basketball, travel basketball, bowling, football, you name it, I was literally in it. Before you knew it, I was graduating high school, getting out of school, like going to college. But like I said, I didn't notice how lonely I had was until mm -hmm. I got older and I was like, hey, I I didn't experience a lot of this shit. Like, yeah, I, they threw camps and shit at my face instead of me being at home all day. So, exactly. Like, you were spoiled with that experience and being yeah. like, you know what? It's just him. Let me go ahead. Yeah, when people were talking about movies and shit they watched, I'm like, yeah, I was probably gone. They probably made me go to camp or something. I didn't watch that. That's something. Now, to me, me and my cousin, I grew up with, um, who's only like two years older than me. Me and her were mm. super duper close because funny okay. enough, on my mom's side, my mom has two brothers and it's, is it six granddaughters? My grandmother, my mom's mom has six granddaughters. But oh. growing up, it was only like three of us that grew up together. So oh. since we were so close in age, we would be together 24 7 and funny enough okay. my cousin she had a half sister but she was okay. also almost like an only child mm -hmm. so they would just put us together like look you ain't got no siblings for real for real so y'all go <laughs> make do and be together 24 7 so in that way i would say i did have those times where i'm like okay i'm by myself and yeah. i'm doing little stuff but then there would also be time like okay you going over here with Jasmine? Are you and Jasmine are doing right. this? So we were always together, like mm -hmm. fighting. I remember even one time my grandmother would always take us out the house. We literally went in JCPenney and the um, escalator, you know how it goes up? Yeah, we uh -huh. And we were playing and my cousin like rode it all the way up and fell. And we just knocked over everything wow. in JCPenney. Just like we were literally, <sighs> whenever we would be together, it was just like our, our, tornado of two terrible little girls wow. just doing the most but still I guess it gave me that chance to kind of be like you know I got to share with her or mm -hmm. I got to look at things a little bit differently so maybe that buffered me okay. sort of speak from having like you said that only child syndrome because people love to bring it up like my friends oh they like Sydney got that only child syndrome but I yeah. I think I exhibit my only child syndrome more so when I want to be left alone. Like I know when to tell people, yeah. I don't want to be bothered no more. <laughs> See, that's that's my because I think people think it take it as you being a super selfish person. Like I'm not a selfish person. I'm probably one of the most selfless people that I know. Like I'll literally give somebody the shirt off my back if they need it. Mm -hmm. So I'm not a selfish person for somebody that grew up as an only child. I do not like sharing. That mm -hmm. is the thing. That's I just don't, especially when it comes to food, shit like that. I hate sharing food. Listen, I, my old relationship literally will, hey, I'll get enough 
for, okay, if you want something, okay, cool, I'm going to get a 20 piece instead of getting a 10, because I typically get 10 for myself. But if you're going to get some, I'm going to get enough for both of us, not let you get some of mine. Like, we used to have petty arguments about that. Like, why would you get so much food? I'm like, well, if you're going to eat some, I'm going to get enough for you. I'm not. And that's how you. I am. If I have enough to share, yes, you can yes. have some. But when but I don't. Mine, no. no. We're not about no. to both be hungry. No. What? No, I hate no. that. And I cannot do it. But I was going to say, did you have anything else to add about spoiling kids? Or was uh, there anything else that you wanted to share? Um, it ain't no such thing as spoiling a kid. I feel like you just properly loving your child the way that you know how to give out love. Mm-hmm. Um, don't let no one bully you or make you feel <laughs> like you were spoiled because just because your parents went an extra mile to show their love in the way that they knew how to show it, mm-hmm. whether it was material, whether it was time, whether it was attention, whatever, affection, whatever it was, you weren't spoiled. You were just loved the best way that your people knew how to love and definitely should pass it on to your child just the same way like and I definitely agree with that I know my grandmother's favorite thing is always to say like you know the next generation should do better than the last so like you said again if you got the means to hey give your kid a little bit more attention or let them have the things that they necessarily want or interest them go for it 110 percent 110 percent so moving on to the last segment of the show which is you are drove so desmond where did you say did you say where you're from at the beginning of the show um so i'm originally from michigan okay but i'm two years a resident of georgia okay cool so you're not familiar with this term but drove just a disclaimer it's a st louis term for mm-hmm. mad sad confused or like just plain oblivious to how you thought something okay. would turn out so basically okay. it's, it's whenever i give examples i always tell people like we thought 2020 was going to be our year like 2020 vision this this and that uh-huh. when in reality we were drove as fuck because it okay. was nothing of those sorts like nothing Okay. So I'm here. I got it. Okay, nice. So this week's You Are Drove, uh-huh. we are going to talk about something that I originally did not want to talk about, but I thought, why not bring this up? But I don't know if you've seen them in the news recently, but T.I. and Tiny oh, yeah. have both been in the news yeah. due to being accused of like sexual abuse and forcing these girls throughout Atlanta to interact with them with Mm -hmm. sexual activity through drugs and kidnapping and a whole bunch of other allegations. Again, don't sue me. These are allegations. But I got a few of the details from um, Rolling Stone magazine as they have Mm -hmm. gone into it. But it's kind of crazy because a lawyer has come out let me see, Tyrone Blackburn has come out and sent a letter to state and federal authorities in Georgia and California as he is representing 11 victimized people alleging sexual abuse against them both. And they've literally Mm -hmm. cited claims that they were assaulted by by them as a couple, even veterans, um, dancers, and so forth. And it's kind of crazy because, you know, all of this stuff has just been coming out more and more mm-hmm. about them. And 
I feel like when stuff like this comes out, yes, there may be some people trying to capitalize on the say like witch hunt, but right. more often than not, people know the flack that they'll receive for even speaking out and about stuff like this. So it's it's some truth tellers yeah, in that bunch. I, yeah. Well, um, I feel like when you live a certain way certain things won't be attached like if you're yes. not doing nothing yes nobody that's like nobody's gonna pull up knocking on your door like yeah we're looking for sydney related to this murder that happened yesterday like you know you're not living that type of lifestyle so these things are not going to be attached to your name in no way shape or form so yeah you know some people might be on a witch hunt trying to tear your name down but also certain things just shouldn't be associated, associated with you so y'all might be living some sort of lifestyle got y'all associated with. But the thing to me too with T.I., I swear I felt like I wanted to like T.I. for so long, but then more and more stuff would come out. And even yeah. some of the shit that he would say from Man. the stuff with his daughter and going to the OBGYN appointments and even the stuff with Tiny when she was, when they were separated and she was yeah. dating Floyd Mayweather. It was like, it really what? started. It started when he snatched Nunu chain for me. I've been we we've been at odds since then because ain't no way you upset because your your your, your, your girl rich. She got a few dollars and she ain't really want to know. Got how a Picasso in her house. Yeah, so I'm in the same boat with you. Like I wanted to fuck with Ti, you know. I but it's just like every time he like again like he wow like you dropped the ball again like you. The stuff, like you said, about his daughter, how he treated Tiny when they wasn't together. Mm -hmm. um, even the stuff when um, King Von got killed, like he said the shit about, oh, y'all need to stay out of Atlanta with the killing and keep that shit at home. And it's like, okay, see, in a space you're in as an elder statesman in hip hop, use your platform to, if anything, try to bridge the gap. It's like, hey, if y'all need some a big homie to come talk to, you know, come talk to me. Let's find a way we can stop doing this. Like, it's too much money to be got out here. So every time he like, opens up his mouth, it is the wrong thing, literally. Like the, and for somebody to know so many words, he never really says the right one. Like that's how you, you know, know it's a facade. He don't know shit. Man. He knows nothing. And even then, um, Ti released a video, you know, addressing the allegations. He just like charges. He just like, you know, we denying all it is. Evil has no gender and all of these things. And to me, as a person, I I have always lived by the rule. The innocent really don't speak. They if don't. you are innocent of whatever you're accused, you just let it play out because you know ultimately that the cards will turn in your favor. Right. Like, you know, hey, I've, I haven't done anything out here that would be outlandish or even have women that would come back on me and say this, but you know, it right. is Atlanta. I feel like I was just talking with somebody recently about all of the wild shit that happens in Atlanta. So I know even then a lot of people are like, it is a lot of women who are more than willing to join them in whatever little freaky fantasies that they had going on. So for you to intentionally drug and do stuff to people who cannot give you consent y'all right. are monsters it, it is and it's like it's kind of me and one of my homeboys was actually talking about it too because like even like a, an eventual yes it's still a no like if you coercing yeah. somebody like you tap a little girl hey come out say you know turn up with us then she telling you okay cool she come hang out oh you should come back to the room with us now i don't feel like it come on you might as well come on i mean it's ti it's tiny like you might 
eventual yeses is still a no. Like somebody, if you put somebody in a space where they feel like they can't say no to yes. the point where they have to say yes, that's against their will. They're now and they're in a and even a space then, being, you thinking okay. about them too having as much money and right. notoriety that they have. Even you know, then, that's more enticing than an average person. So exactly. some of these women may have even felt then like, you know, something in the back of my mind is telling me this is not gonna turn out for my best bet, but you know what? They they do have a little pool. Let me go ahead. Right. Like so, you know, tell them what they possibly make my life either good or bad if this don't go how it's they think it should go. So it's like True. Yeah, but you know what though? All these years I felt like since probably the beginning of 2018 and onward, mm -hmm. if you have done any dirt and you are in any position of power or influence, just come out and tell yeah. it. Because yeah. the rug has is being pulled. They pulling it on any and everybody. Like it really don't matter who, no matter when. Like it's coming to light. Don't it ever is. don't try to make no major deals don't try to sign don't buy no tv stations none of that shit because they coming to get you the moment that the deal hit the internet yes they are so and again use your power for good like you were saying before ti you the same person you always talking about unity atlanta the black wakanda all this bullshit Man. how are you not out here using your power for the greater good and that's what makes me wonder like it has to, when people aren't really on the front lines of the shit that they really talk about, like if you really about change, you really just out there forward thinking and progression and all this stuff, like you would be front lines, I'm here for it, put me on a banner, put me wherever you need me to go. Because if somebody gonna be like, oh no, I remember him from that one situation that happened back at the one spot. So People I, good I, at remembering, people oh, yeah. good at keeping receipts. Yeah, listen, people always talk about well, why they wait so much time. It's like, y'all really just don't know what type of pressure people be put under when those situations happen. Like, I can only imagine being a victim of something so, you know, terrifying. Like, you don't, like, especially somebody that's so prominent in this area. Yes. Like, who gonna believe that, hey, I had this situation with T.I. Like, oh, T.I., he cool. That's he the, he damn near run Atlanta. No, he, some other shit happened. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And you know what? I am going to try to keep my eye out for this and see how it plays out over a course of time because it's definitely some more uncovering and who knows like if other names are attached to it just because Man. like we said before so much has been happening so much has been uncovered so y'all stop doing bad shit it's <laughs> no it. need it it's, is no need it's enough evil in the world right it's too easy to do good for you to be out here doing so much bad shit Pretty much. I was going to say that is all for this week's episode. It was a pleasure having you, Des. Do you want to let my listeners know where they can find you at? Um, let's see. Twitter is my most prominent um, social media platform. So it's Big Des with two underscores at the end. Like I say, I am one half of the This Ain't That podcast. Sydney, if you ever want to slide on us, we're more than welcome to have a guest. Yes. Like we, we always looking for guests uh, to pull up on us. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's why I'm at Twitter, you know, and this ain't that, you know, look for me, uh, follow me on Twitter. Yeah, that's it. Well, again, it was great having you and you guys, I'm going to do my little spiel just because that's how I am. But as always, I am an avid complainer. 
I'm never going to stop being a complainer. And I don't mind hearing the complaints of others, but only when it is right and when it is warranted. So let me judge your annoyances, both big and small, to see if you should be annoyed or offended. And make sure to email them to annoyednotoffended at gmail.com. Thanks again for tuning in, you guys. Bye. Peace out. Thanks for listening to Annoyed Not Offended with See It. Have a question or interested in sharing an annoyance of your own to be read on the show? Email annoyednotoffended at gmail.com. Also, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Annoyed Not Offended for more hilarious content and updates on the show. And please leave us a positive review on iTunes. Until next time, bye.